podcasting from Columbus, Ohio. This is the Falk Files with your host, Ryan Falk, talking about education, technology, life, family, and anything else on my mind. Thanks for listening. Here we go with today's episode. What's going on, podcast? It's Ryan with the Falk Files. Thanks for listening. Back for day two of the second streak of the year. Uh, hopefully going to have a lot of these going up over the next few weeks. Try and do it every weekday. May fill in a couple weekends. Um, if we got some time around the house and nothing's going on. So um, I thank you for listening. Yesterday talked. I, mean, I kind of explained yesterday that this week was going to be um, not the typical podcast for me. Usually, um, you know, I'm kind of free-ranging on the topics, talking about business and life and kids and uh, motivational type stuff, um, sports, kind of anything that's kind of top of mind for me. Um, but this week, the biggest thing that's top of mind for me is talking about my new role, my new company, my new job, and what we do and how we do it um, to kind of serve two purposes. One, I did this um, in March with my previous employer, to kind of serve as a way for me to tell uh, my company story, my sales story, what we do and how we do it, uh, almost in a uh, presentation sales pitch type mode, um, just to really just give me more practice at it. Um, and the best way to do it is to have people, um, you know, listen to it and critique and give advice and, and that sort of thing, which happened with my last employer. Um, so that's kind of the goal here as well. And then secondly, using this as kind of another marketing function for us uh, as CareWorks Tech to just to get the word about about who we are and what we do. So the more people that know about us um, and get a chance to meet with us and, and learn about our products and services, I think um, the better for us and for our customers and prospects. So um, today I want to talk specifically about the infrastructure um, group of CareWorks Tech, and that's the group that I represent, the group that I sell and talk about every day. Um, and just to recap, there's there's basically three core pillars of our business. There's our ITC group, which is led by Pat Uline, um, which is uh, strategic in the way they do staffing, short-term and long-term staffing, project-based staffing, um, um, temp to, I don't want to say temp to hire because it's, it's high-end technical type uh, work that these guys do. Um, but you know those guys are, are really good at that. They're doing app dev type work, um, and that pillar is, is running and running very well with Pat at the helm. The second pillar is our ESM group, uh, which is led uh, by Kim Liston, and that group wakes up every day and talks, sells, works projects, implements, uh, updates, and support service now. Um, so I kind of explained yesterday's podcast what ServiceNow is. So if you have more questions about that, check out yesterday's podcast. And uh, you'll get all the info on ServiceNow. And I'm sure I'll do um, kind of ongoing talk about ServiceNow uh, moving forward. Third uh, piece is the infrastructure team, which again is the, the team I represent and work for. And we are um, a non-traditional value-added reseller. And I say non-traditional in that... As we sit here today, we're uh, pretty vendor agnostic, um, and we are really strong where I think a lot of our other resale competitors uh, can be weak 
around managed services and that basic tier one and tier two support and um, the running of an IT shop, the running of an IT business. And we fit really well um, in a space with a company that is growing fast that needs a lot of help and support but doesn't have the capital to do it in terms of hiring people or that has had some departures and needs some help and support. Um, someone who's trying to innovate but um, can't find the time because they're fixing printers and resetting passwords, things like that. We do have um, a couple strong partnerships and one of my um, main goals here as we kind of end the year is to finalize and formalize that strategic partner list. Um, we, I, I don't anticipate us having a three-page sales card of partners. Um, I anticipate us having a one-page card of really strategic, strategic and strong partnerships that we leverage or have come about uh, or brought on because of an existing end-user relationship, an existing customer relationship. Uh, with something that we already manage and support. So um, I think I had a conversation today with another salesperson who works for a, a strong Cisco reseller, for instance. Um, and we talked about some of our other partnerships and some of our other goals. And I was naming manufacturers. And her comment back to me was specifically about one manufacturer. Well, you can go outside and throw a stone and hit three partners of this manufacturer. And that's, we want to differentiate ourselves differentiate ourselves from that group um, for a number of reasons. I think because, you know, we want to be seen as someone who is going to offer the best solution at the best time and place based upon customer need and business problem we're solving. As opposed to square peg in the round hole, um, here's your network switch, probably not the one you need but it's a manufacturer I can represent type stuff so uh, today uh, I would tell you that we have a really strong partner relationship with Citrix we have a really strong partner relationship with uh, Nimble and HP uh, we have growing relationships with uh, VMware Cisco uh, talked with Dell a little bit uh, with um, we just became a Western Digital partner, um, representing Tejao. Um, we, um, for instance, have looked at uh, creating a, a relationship with the rest of networks. Um, I think for us, the key is going to be finding the right product fit. And um, you know, my pitch to my management is, let's find the products that are up and coming that don't have uh, don't have a ton of the big players in terms of resellers as partners so that we can become strategic and grow with with that manufacturer partner so I think there's a, a great list of, of those type of manufacturers that are doing a lot of great work with a lot of even enterprise customers but still fit our space um, and our customer list pretty well um, so that's kind of the goal on the manufacturer side uh, so we can sell and represent product we have um, strategically with our ESM group, let me jump there real quick as we're talking about kind of manufacturers and partners, we do have the ability to sell service now out of my group as well as a managed service. 
So this is really cool if you've heard about ServiceNow or, or learned more about ServiceNow and think this is a really good product, really good fit, really something like I need for my organization, but I've only got 500 employees or I've only got 600 employees. And for me to outlay a half million dollars on a software investment in ServiceNow doesn't make sense for my company. I won't see the cost savings um, that are represented by the ServiceNow uh, kind of presentations and marketing. Um, the ServiceNow MSP, which we can resell and manage, takes that initial upfront cost burden and turns it more into a operational expenditure, a line item on a monthly bill, um, giving you all the features and functions and things in a full-blown ServiceNow implementation, but packaged in a managed service so you don't have to hire three people to run the environment and pay the software costs every year. Um, you can pay a fee based upon the number of approvers, which is kind of a, a ServiceNow term for someone who can uh, either sign off on a ticket or sign off on a checklist. Um, if you heard yesterday, I talked about ServiceNow um, about an onboarding of, of someone in HR, right? So that approval process, someone who has to sign off on a ticket and as a checkmark person, they would need a license. So we have a customer right now who's about 4,000 employees, I think that after we went through everything needed less than 100 approver licenses. Um, and there's a monthly fee attached to that. We set up the ServiceNow environment, do some custom work depending on what's needed, uh, which is an upfront cost and it's implemented, it's good to go. The cool part is, is if you as a company ever grow tremendously, which we all hope to, to have happen, and need a full ServiceNow implementation, we can forklift um, what we built and put it into a full implementation pretty darn easily. So some really cool stuff being done there with that group and great teamwork between the ESM team and the infrastructure team to get some of that business going. So that kind of talks about our partnerships. Um, when I look at our team in terms of engineering talent, um, we have some of the brightest engineers in this region around um, VMware, Microsoft, Citrix, uh, Cisco, any kind of networking you can think of, uh, server storage. Um, we're a team that is very flexible on how we do work and, and who we work with and how we do it. And that makes us very nimble to our kind of customer base and profile. Um, We supplement, that team is not only used to, I should say, resell, implement, and install project-based work that we may find at a customer with our manufacturer partners, but that group also serves as tier three and tier four, kind of that escalation path for our call center managed services and our, our managed services team that's made of a um, group of individuals, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. There's someone manning the phones, taking calls, um, logging tickets, um, Logging into customer networks, into desktops at the end user level, into phone networks, into wireless networks, into the MDM to look at um, the iPads and things, and um, doing all the work to keep a business up and running. So, uh, for a lot of you people who listen here that are end users, you know, the people that do all the work when you say, hey, the internet's down, or hey, my, my password needs reset. Um, we have a group of people that, that do that day in, day out, and they do a really good job at it. Our customer sat ratings are really high through the roof. Our, um, our 
resolution on tickets. Uh, first time resolution is is a crazy stat for us that we like to talk about. Are if I didn't explain them in the car, and there's highway patrolmen and sheriffs going down the, which probably explains why we're going four miles an hour. Anyways, um, you know. I feel like I'm going to lead a lot of the time with our managed services and outsourced IT group because I, I, we have just a ton of referenceable infrastructures and accounts that we've done this for, and the cost savings are really evident, and they're upfront and honest, and we're not a fit for everybody. I'm the first to tell you, I'm going to be the first to walk into a customer and say, hey, we're not a fit in this environment based upon maybe control. Um, visuals on what you need to see, what you need to be able to do, and where that line of delineation is between what CareWorks Tech does and what your internal IT staff does. Uh, you know, we're going to know right off the bat whether it's going to be a fit or not, but oh, oh, there's another sheriff. I'm not getting pulled over, I promise. Um, you know, we've built a machine that um, is ongoing, is scalable, and um, is pretty pretty slick in the way we implement and advise and, and grow with our customer. So um, everything from managed services um, is a monthly fee. Um, the thing I really like about it with our kind of desktop support and management services is, is the fact that we're not going to nickel and dime our customers. Uh, some of our competitors will charge a per user cost, even if you add a user. You know, anytime you add someone, it's going to cost X amount of dollars to implement um, and install and get ready. Um, you're not going to find that with us. We're going to work with you on growth rates and, and where the company's going and where, um, you know, what the plan is for the company. And then build a threshold in. Say, hey, if you plan on growing by 100 people, that's fine. We'll accommodate that. Uh, anything over 100, we need to renegotiate, and we'll we'll call you when we get near you know 70% of that 100. So when we get to the person number 70, we add. We'll give you a call and let's look at it. We'll do the same thing on the downward side, right? So if, if there's any reason why the company would would close an office or uh, downsize in any way, when we scale down and, and a, a certain threshold, we'll come back to the table and say, hey, we're we have the ability because of our efficiencies and what we're doing to lower your monthly bill by X because your user counts down that far. So very flexible, very customer centric, customer friendly in our approach. And our goal is to make um, the process of doing business um, at your site easier and save money. So we'll love to, uh, you know, working right now to get out and, and prophesize that more in front of the end users. Um, if you know someone or know anyone that you think this might be a fit for, reach out to me. Um, always want to talk, always want to have a conversation. Would love to find more partners that we work with. And, um, you know, just trying to do our thing here um, and grow our business and, and be more relevant in the Central Ohio community. So that's the goal. So thanks for listening. I've rambled on for 15 minutes in traffic. Now i got to hop on ways to see how late I'm going to be for baseball practice and if I need to call the wife and have her meet me at baseball practice because it's baseball tryout season for next year, which is hard to believe. Uh, but we'll get into that family stuff next week. So thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you tomorrow when I talk specifically about um, 
customer examples of how we help plan and build an IT plan for our customers. So that's it. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a great night. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Falk Files with Ryan Falk. If you like the show, give us a favorite on Anchor. Subscribe on iTunes. We'll love any reviews, comments, or questions you have, so send them on over. And uh, join us tomorrow for more podcasts and fun. Thanks for listening.